דובר כמה פעמים, שיהיה מהשבס פועל על ששת מאחל של פונה. We spoke many times that Shabbos impacts the six days before Shabbos. They are elevated on Shabbos. Just like on the very first Shabbos, it says that the heavens and the earth and all their hosts were completed on Shabbos. It doesn't just mean they were completed, that means that they, they ascended on that Shabbos. And so to every Shabbos, every Shabbos gives perfection to the previous six days. So the Shabbos certainly elevates the six days before it. That's clear. The question is, does the Shabbos also elevate the Shabbos before? Does this coming Shabbos elevate only these six days of the week? Or does it also elevate last Shabbos? The reason why it's a question is because what's the imperative that there's something better about this Shabbos compared to the Shabbos before? They're both Shabbos. Thank you so much. In the six days of the week, they have, every day of the week has a little bit of Shabbos in it. As the Zohar says, Shabbos blesses all days of the week. So therefore there's something of Shabbos in every day. And since all the six days of the week are ascend on Shabbos, so it's understood that since every day of the week has Shabbos in it, so then the Shabbos element of the days of the week is elevated in the following Shabbos. There must be something really important this week about Shabbos. This is Shabbos, the Ramadan Shabbos. Ah. Right. This week. So Shabbos elevates the six days of the week. Because the days of the week rather, have a Shabbos element within them. So therefore, the Shabbos that elevates days of the week is also elevating the Shabbos element within them. Last Shabbos is present every day this week. And this coming Shabbos elevates all days of the week, including the Shabbos element within, within them. Since Shabbos is a singular entity, so just like the element of Shabbos, which is associated with days of the week, the way Shabbos blesses days of the week, just like that's elevated in this coming Shabbos, so too the Shabbos, the element of Shabbos, which is not connected to days of the week, and the element of Shabbos, which is only related to Shabbos, the element of Shabbos, which is um, above the days of the week. Last Shabbos, as it is in itself, as it is intrinsically, not the way it empowers the future days of the week. Since Shabbos is a singular entity, so if the Shabbos element of the days of the week is elevated, it's understood that also the, the Shabbos element, the intrinsic Shabbos element, is also elevated. Yeah? Makes sense? Shabbos contains within it something beyond blessing the following days. Shabbos blesses all days of the week, true. But Shabbos also has something inside it that's beyond blessing the future days. Shabbos has in it something which is completely above time. That's why the previous Sebbe once said that uh, Hasidim don't wear watches on Shabbos, not only because of the question of carrying on Shabbos, because Shabbos is above time.
Gmur Bechsidis. Hatam Shem Al Kochol Shvu Ayim Yirishim Shabbos. Ash Kor Avri. Ash Kor Avri Vizman Ayim Yirim Yirim Yirishim Shabbos. Yirishim Skim Shabbos Shabbos Yashin Nishul Mayim Lazman Azin Nisikol Ayin Ashtoshos Lazman Ach Hashabbos Maskin Yizman Achodesh. I think it's, I think it's wearing the watch, which is a preoccupation of time, which is uh, what he's talking about. Anyways, but another proof that he mentions here, another thing he mentions over here that Shabbos, show Shabbos is above time is because every Sunday we say today's the first day. Why is today the first day? There's been already many thousands and tens of thousands of Sundays before. So why is this all of a sudden day one? So the reason it's called day one is because Shabbos is above time. So the whole concept of time has stopped. And now there's a new thing. It's like, oh, Sunday is a new thing. It's the first day. Wow. Welcome. So time started again. talk about Shabbos as like an island. You go to an island, a strange island. Everyone acts differently. So you come back to your home, but you've been there in an island for a whole, whole, uh, whole uh, weekend. You come back different. Similarly, uh, Shabbos is an island in time. That's what we're saying. It's on the above time. And that's why Sunday is all of a sudden it's day one of creation and starts over again. So even the intrinsic um, part of Shabbos, the way Shabbos is beyond time, not the way the Shabbos influences the following days. Shabbos has something in it that, yes, blesses the following days, but Shabbos has in it something higher that has nothing to do with the following days. So not only is the uh, part of Shabbos that's associated with days of the week elevated, but also the intrinsic part of Shabbos, where Shabbos is above time, is also elevated in the following Shabbos. Just like the lower element of Shabbos is elevated in the following Shabbos, so too the higher element of Shabbos, the essence of Shabbos, is also elevated in the following Shabbos. Base. Regarding this upcoming Shabbos. The second day of Shavuos was on the previous Shabbos. And on that day we said this is the time of the giving of the Torah. So if Shabbos elevates the Shabbos before, that means it also elevates the Shavuos. Shavuos finds elevation in this Shabbos. This is especially true regarding this holiday specifically of Shavuos, because even the days of the week of this week are days, till today, the 12th of Sivan, when you're allowed to uh, make up for anything that was missed on the holiday of Shavuos. If you didn't bring the carbon on, the, on, on, the, on Shavuos, you're allowed to bring it in the six days following Shavuos until the twelfth day of Sivan. So that means that not only is, do we see Shavuos in the Shabbos before last Shabbos, we see Shavuos throughout the days of the week until, until Thursday, until today. Um, although it's something secondary to Shavuos, because Shavuos itself is higher than the days that are the makeup days for Shavuos, but it's still connected to Shavuos. It's able to, it's able to make up Shavuos, so it means it's still connected. And therefore, certainly this Shabbos elevates Shavuos because the, most of the week is, is associated with Shavuos. <laughs> There's an argument between Bishamis Hillel, if you're allowed to bring 
uh, the carbon every yontif is supposed to bring a carbon you're not supposed to see Hashem empty handed you're supposed to come with a carbon that uh, uh, associated with seeing Hashem in the base of Mikdash or being appearing before Hashem in the base of Mikdash so the question is can you bring that 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 carbon on on Shavuos on Yantif so Hillel says you could Bishamay says you can't but regarding Shavu, regarding Shavuos many of Basil themselves, although they disagreed with Beishamai, they followed the opinion of Beishamai, and they all brought the carbon on Isruchag. And not only Basil, which were on a higher level than most other people, but also many other Jews, all followed Beishamai's opinion, and they all brought the carbon the day after um, Shavuos. And this year, since the day after Shavuos is Shabbos, so even outside of Israel, even in Israel, the only the first opportunity to bring the carbon according to all opinions, would be on Sunday. So, it, therefore, there is a um, unique connection between Shavuos and this coming Shabbos because this Sunday was the day of sacrifices for Shavuos. People would not bring the sacrifice of Shavuos on Shavuos. They would bring it on this Sunday. This was the Sunday. This was the day that everyone brought their sacrifices. Because this is the day when many people brought their sacrifices, it has a different halachic status than the other days which are makeup days for Shuas. Other days that are makeup days for Shuas, we don't say Tachnum, we don't. We don't um, uh, do eulogies, we don't do fasts, but that's just a custom. The day of Yom Tavuach, the day when the sacrifices are meant to be offered, that day is a halacha. You're not allowed to eulogize, you're not allowed to fast because it is a different status. It's because it is the day when the sacrifices are meant to be brought, it's on a higher halachic status. Therefore, it's appropriate to discuss at this Fabrengen many things that, for whatever reason, we're only able to complete on the holiday of Shavuos. Next page, Gimel. Deb was speaking about family purity and the Fabrengen of Shuas. So, Deb says that I want to um, uh, negate the place, uh, negate um, any possible mistake about his intent, what he said about um, how a woman should count her uh, days of Nida. Um, and uh, they mentioned the number 13, which is not, um, there's not the minute. The minute is that a woman, average period of woman is between four and a half and six days, but the minute is a woman, even if her period is uh, shorter than that, she waits five days before she counts seven days uh, before going to mikvah. So first she has five days, at least. And after the five days, then there's seven more days. So they have mentioned 13 days. In Shulchan Aruch, I mentioned that there are some people which are strict that have 13 days, in other words, six and seven, not just five and seven. 
So the Rebbe said that, that this was um, this was not his intent. He wasn't he wasn't saying that everyone should start waiting six days before waiting uh, before the counting of the seven days before counting the seven days. Rather, his intent was that they should wait until until the thirteenth day. The thirteenth day, meaning after five, a minimum. Well, the period could be longer, but if the period is is is, is over at f- after five days, then you can start counting the seven days, and so then your the the husband and wife are reunited after mikvah on the night of the thirteenth day. So the Rebbe wasn't saying they should wait thirteen days. Rebbe was saying they should wait till the thirteenth day. Um, Five and seven. No, I'm saying. Assume if you have till the thirteenth, you don't say tachnun, you don't. It's till the thirteenth. Oh, that's what that was discussing now. That's exactly that's point is. So, so. So, all I was trying to say was there should be twelve full days, not there should be thirteen days, but there should be twelve full days. Um, so this idea that you have to mention that, there, that, that you don't count usually in Allah as a concept of part of the day is like the whole day the reason I'm mentioning this now is because this is, has relationship to Shavuos there's an argument between Rabbis and Rabbanon whether the Torah was given on the 6th day of Sivan or on the 7th day of Sivan Every day has two oinay. So oinay means a time. So, um, according, so the halacha is that after intimacy, a woman is, is not only forbidden to her husband, uh, uh, after intimacy, in order for a woman to be able to count the seven days of purity before going to mikvah, she has to wait three days. And the, um, because since it's possible that there could, there could be, um, she could be paletas, there could be some of the, uh, um, uh, the, uh, the drops of semen could, could come out in the next three days. So therefore, she's not allowed to begin the seven days until after those three days. The reason we count five days is because, Mara says, we're worried about Yemim Unon, maybe she thinks it's three days, but it's not really three days, it really ends up being, uh, she ends up, maybe she, count, she thought it was nighttime, uh, she thought it was daytime, it was really nighttime, and therefore there's, there's, there's five days. Each day, each, each of the third three days, we, count as, we, 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 count, we, we give an extra day for both. In case there's two mistakes. So, when Moshe Rabbeinu gave the Jewish people the mitzvah of separating from their wives, so wh- when did they separate? So, the, uh, so, so we can learn from the time that they separated what, how, long, um, how long there is, the, from the time they separated until they went to mikvah, we can learn halachas about um, how much time you need between, between separation and uh, going to mikvah. So it's just practically. Even if, even if today a woman never went to mikvah and she wants to um, go to mikvah and she, and, she, and she had menopause, she still has to wait five days before counting the seven days. So, so the, uh, the because of this issue, whether or not she, whether or not she, she she had a period or not. 
So we are able to be the Chachamim, their argument about when, they went, when, when she went to Mikvah, what, what did they say? The, the Chacham said that on the fifth day of Sivan they separated, and the, the, some of them only separated at, 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 with nightfall. And since they went to Mikvah on the night of Shabbos, and they weren't concerned that there would be another, um, another uh, that the Morsimun will come out and, and, uh, and, th- and th- they would have to go to Mikvah again. We see from this that after the third day, she's already pure, and part of the day is like a whole day. So only, you only need to separate three time periods, a day and a night and a day. According to Biesi, no. They had to separate, one was a mitzvah of Prisha, it was, it was on the fourth day of Sivan. And they had to separate six aynes, six time periods, which is, um, which is in sync with the uh, biblical commandment to separate three days, which is six oines, three time periods. And that's a reason for our custom. So a woman cannot count the seven days until six full time periods pass. In other words, if she has a period, uh, if her period uh, begins on a Monday, um, uh, even if it's before Monday before Shkia, she can't begin to count the seven days until Friday, till Friday night. We don't say, oh, part of Friday is like the whole day, part of Monday is like the whole day. That's the reason for our custom of waiting five days, based upon this halacha we learn from the laws of Shuas. So, who does Alter Rebbe Paskin like? The Alter Rebbe Paskins that the Torah was given the sixth day of Sivan, like their Biesi. So that seems to indicate that, that he holds that there's, there's a need to separate for less days. We see today also that we that the Alter Rebbe rules that the main day of the giving of the Torah was a six or seven from the way that he arranged the Haftorah to be. The Haftorah of the first day of Shavuos is about the chariot of Hashem, the chariot of Ezekiel's vision, and the reason we read that vision is because at Mount Sinai Hashem revealed Himself to us with all the angels. So on the seventh day of Sivan, on the second day of Shavuos, we talk also in the Haftorah about the giving of the Torah, but it's only hinted to. The main discussion in the Haftorah, the giving of the Torah, is on the sixth day of Sivan, because that's the day the Torah was given. Another more simple proof that the main day is the sixth of Sivan is look in Israel. In Israel, they only celebrate the sixth day of Sivan. And on the sixth day of Sivan, they say this is the day the Torah was given. So for sure, the day of the Torah was given is the sixth day of Sivan. And nevertheless, although we rule like the Chachamim, and therefore should be sufficient to separate only three onos, we still separate six onos um, to. Uh, accommodate the more stringent opinion of Rabbi Yisrael, although we don't really, we, we're more strict like his opinion, although that's not um, the way we, we understand that when the Torah was given. The Torah, according to the Torah, was given on the, um, on, on, the, on the sixth day of seven. And that follows the opinion of the Chachamim. However, we, um, we are more machmer, just to, to be extra stringent, that Allah follows, regarding Nida, it follows the opinion of um, Rabbi Yisrael. Uh, let's look at note 8.
לשם עשינו בו לקאמון, אבל מוטו בזה מיינר חג מוכר, על שם נגיע להמוד דבשיך סיים באיזה חג שעשה זה לשני. The Rebbe uh, was asked about what he discussed on Shavuos, never about the th- 13 days, never answered the following. The relationship between this concept and Shavuos, counting the days of a woman to be permissible to her husband, whether it's 12 days or 13 days, uh, it has a relationship to the argument that Reyes and Rabbanon about um, the giving of the Torah. The Masha What Rabbi considers as 12 days, according to Chachamim, it's, it's not enough. You need to have more for it to be 12 days. I'm sorry. Rabbi Yaisi is, is more lenient about. Um, yeah. Rabbi Yaisi says. That they have to separate six onos. So, what he says, the amount of time he says to separate uh, before beginning the seven days of purity, what Rabbi Yis considers to be 12 days, according to Chachamim, that's beyond what you need to do. Okay, so that was the basic point that Rabbi makes so in this answer. So we're, we're discussing that although we paskin the halacha that sh- that um, Torah was given on the sixth day of seven. We still are machmir according to Rabbi Mogen Avram. We're machmir like Rabbi Yisi as a chumrah. It's not. It's not. It's it's only a, according to Mogen Avram. It's only considered stringency to wait more. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. With regard to the sixth and the seventh day of seven. Okay. We're saying that there is a leniency. First of all, you have six days after whatever the day it is to make up the obligations. I understand that. But regarding the, the, the sixth and the seventh, you're saying this division of the day into two parts called an omron or what you call it? Uh, called an ona. Each, day is called, each part of the daytime, the nighttime of each day is called an ona. Right. So, so this is like a 12 hour cycle? Or? Right. So, okay. so after after intimacy, right. how long does one have to separate from her husband before being able? Well, that doesn't. After, well, okay. So there's two things. The reason why a woman has to wait five days after a period mm-hmm. is because she was was with her husband before her period, mm-hmm. and since she was with her husband before a period, she has to wait a minimum of three days before counting the seven days because the if there is. Um, if there is uh, more semen that, that now comes out, so that would invalidate the uh, the seven days of purity. Okay. So we're now talking about not uh, we're talking now about going to mikveh mm-hmm. before the Torah was given. Okay. And so so we're we're discussing whether um, or not there were six time periods before she went to mikveh. We count five days. We count five days to be strict because who says the, the, the um, six time periods that we're counting uh, yeah, are correct? In other, in other words, let me, let me backtrack a second. Semen which emerges after three days does not, does not make a person impure. Yeah, it's not considered semen anymore. So it's only within six onos, three days, when it could make a person impure. So the question is, uh, is... 
is it six onos you need? We we added an extra four anyways. We had an extra four because let's say you 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 thought it was um, day one, and really you were off. It was it was nighttime, and you then you finished and you thought it was daytime, and it was really night. So so in order to make sure that we have a full three days, we have five days. Okay. Where do we get three days from though? We get three days from the, from the story of the giving of the Torah. That the, that the women went to the mikveh, and the men went to the mikveh, and went to the mikveh after three days of separation. How do they calculate the three days of separation? Was it a full three days, which means six onos? Or do we say part of the day is like the whole day? And so according to Chachamim, they separated on the fifth day of Sivan right before sundown. And, and, they, only, and they went to mikveh on Friday night. So that, that, that means that they consider um, part of the day like the whole day, and the only, not, the only time they need to, to separate is just three onos, just three time periods. Okay, which is like one and a half days. Or right. Like but according to Rebiesi, they separated on the fourth day of Sivan, and they needed to separate for six onos before, before going to mikveh. So, so this has, um, this is halachic relevance today that we consider biblically the time of, separ- of, of, of before, the time that the semen, semen emerging, again, within the, after intimacy, when does that cause impurity? It causes impurity, um, th- biblically, for the next three days. And therefore, she can't begin the seven days of purity until after three days. So although uh, the, we, so, so it would seem the halachic ruling of, the day this argument was the Torah given the sixth day of a seven, the seventh day of seven. If you hold it was the sixth day of seven, so then you should also hold that you only need to have four onos, not six. But because the Alter Rebbe rules that the Torah was given the sixth day of seven, that seems like he sides the opinion that the, you only need to have four, and yet he says you have to have six, and that's why you have to have six plus extra two days. So, so where does he get that from? So the Rebbe says that he he, he rules biblically that the time of separation is is six, uh, as a stringency. Although he rules the Torah was given on the sixth day of Sivan, and therefore, biblically, it should be enough, according to that calculation, four. He still says to be strict and have, have six in order to be strict, in order to, in order, in order to be extra uh, uh, careful. All right. Okay, let's just Bottom line is this, Shabbos, is uh, we still make up whatever missing, although today's the last day of Tashlum, and I thought today's the last day. No, it was this Shabbos, we could still make up what I'm missing on Shuas. No Tachem. No Tachem today, of course not.